Now, here's a preview of Powerful Women Revealed. Wake up and breathe in deeper than yesterday. Take on the morning like your soul's been remade. Roll down the windows, let your cares fly away. Good things are yours to claim, you don't have to wait. All across the sky, new mercies rise, and the future's Good afternoon and welcome to WATD's Powerful Women Revealed, created and hosted by Nicole Perry. You're invited to enjoy an ongoing series of personal and educational discussions with a variety of women that want to educate, inspire, and bring awareness to the community. These women all have a powerful mission and appreciate the opportunity to share their stories, milestones, and successes with you. Here's your host, Nicole Perry. Good afternoon and welcome to Powerful Women Revealed. My guest today is originally from Maine where she owned and operated a preschool on a small island for eight years. She also has been helping her husband with bookkeeping for his contracting business since 1992 and followed the organic have to become a real estate agent. In September of 2017, she moved to Groveland, Massachusetts to be closer to Boston and two years ago joined the Keller Williams Realty Boston Northwest team. Heather Reedy, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. You're, I'm so happy to have you here and uh, welcome to T Powerful Women Rise, the team. Yes, thank you. I love it. So far, it's been great. Yeah, awesome. So um, in this first segment, uh, we want to talk a little bit about, you know, your journey as a preschool teacher and the transition to um, helping your husband in his contracting business. And really, I didn't realize that you were helping him in bookkeeping for 29 years. <laughs> yes, yes. For 29 years, ever since um, we were married, we got married in 1992. So yeah, we've been... I've been helping him with his, with his business since then. So he's been building houses out on the island. And in my head, I imagined that you were preschooling on the island and then started helping him in the bookkeeping and then transitioned to becoming a real estate agent. So you've been doing the bookkeeping for years. Now, how long did you live on the island? I um, was born on the island and grew up there, went away to college and then came back and had my children and ran my, their nurse school. So I was there until 2015. So okay, I don't know how many years that makes it. I, About eight six years. Six years ago, I was 46. So yeah, yeah. 46 years I lived there. What? 46 years you lived there, but you yes. taught the preschool for eight years. I did. Yeah. How many people live on this island? And I didn't know there was an island off the coast of Maine. <laughs> there's a lot of islands off the coast of Maine, but there's 1,200 people year round um, on our island. It's an hour and 20 minutes by ferry. Uh, um, and the ferry goes six times a day. I can't so. be the only one that doesn't know this. I, oh, I just. You're not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> and I actually used to go to Maine all the time because I lived in New Hampshire. So, uh, yeah. Well, Mid-coast Maine. So it's, you know, probably a couple hours from, you know, New Hampshire. So. Yeah. Kittry. 
Kitre is how they used to Kitri. say. Yeah. <laughs> so I know a little bit. I know a little bit. All right. Well, um, so when you were um, a preschool teacher, how did you get into that? And, and you know, what made you transition out? Eight years is a significant um, time to, to, to have that as your career. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I have a degree in elementary education. And so I, um, I started in 94 when my son, my oldest son was four years old. No, 97, sorry, 97. That's all right. <laughs> I started in 97 when he was four. Um, and there was a need out on the island. The woman that had been doing it for years retired. And so my husband being the contractor that he has um, helped to make a building out of a couple of older buildings. And um, we turned it into a nursery school for, and I ran that there for three years. And then um, when both of my boys were into public school, I stopped doing it for a few years and actually became the um, chairman of the school board for oh. 10 years after that. And wow. we built a new school in that time. And then during that time, um, a few other people ran the nursery school on the island. And then I, um, they they got done doing it. And I was at a point when my kids were older, and I was like, well, I'd like to do it again. And so we had another house that we used and we converted the downstairs of that into a preschool for like another four years. Um, and then when, um, and then I convinced the public school that they needed to have a pre-K within the school. You um, convinced public... them. Wait a minute. You convinced them. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, I just, I had been lobbying for that for a number of years. And I finally, um, there was, you know, there's so much research behind kids. If they have early childhood educations, the education, the gains that they make as, as they become older. And, mm. and so, um, and I I wasn't reaching all of the kids on the island because it was just cost prohibitive for them to be able to come. And it was, I had a limit as to the number of kids that I could take within my, um, with two people. You can only have 12 students at a time. So um, the school, and there was a, you know, a big population of kids coming up that age. And so the school decided, you know, with a little help that, that it was they a good needed idea. to have a public pre-K. And so I started working there and the first week of working there, my son was his second week of college and was involved in an accident and I stopped working. And, you know. So what year was that? So he had, he officially had a TBI, a, a traumatic brain injury. And what year was yes. that? That was in 2011. 2011. Okay. And yeah. so you are yeah. the caretaker or caregiver for your son. You're the main caregiver, you know? Yes. Um, are, how helpful is it to be a real estate agent and have that freedom of being your own boss and, and being able to take care of him at the same time? It's extremely helpful. Um, it's, you know, real estate is all hours, I guess. There's no real yeah. set hours for it. And so, and a lot of it can be done online now. Most of it's done online. And so, and you can do sort of set your own hours. I mean, there's times when you can't set your own hours, you have to do certain things so that I can be with him and he can be in the house with me or he can come with me to wherever I need to go. And mm. um, and so I can do both things at the same time. And it's, you know, whereas if it was nine to five job, I just, I couldn't, someone else would have to help him. He can't be home by himself all day long. 
Yeah. And so. Yeah. And do you have help if you need it? Do you have resources oh, yeah. if yep. you if you need it, if you can't bring yes. him with you? Yes. Well, he can, I mean, he's, he's, he can be by himself for a couple, three hours at a time. And we have neighbors that will check on him. And my husband is here on the weekends. And should I need him to be here during the day, if I need to be at an all day training or if, mm-hmm. you know, before COVID when we left the house, um, things like that, he would come and, you know, stay so that my son wasn't by himself all day. Yeah. So. So yeah. you have you you have you've worked it out. You figured this out. Yes. You've got a good system going on. Now you say that being an active listener is especially important to you. What deeper information are you listening for when your clients are sharing their stories and needs and desires for you know finding a new home for whatever reason? Um, I when people are talking, you know you you sit down with them most of the time you don't really know the person when you um first meet that you know when you first meet a client yeah sometimes you know them and sometimes they're strangers to you and mm-hmm. so and even if you know them you don't really know what they want and so yeah. lots of times you ask i just like to ask a lot of questions and get deeper into why okay you want three bedrooms well okay so why do you want three bedrooms do you need to have an office do you need to have you know um uh, you know, an extra bedroom. Could you have two bedrooms in a different space that functioned as a bedroom? You know, things like that, just to really get to what motivates people. Sometimes they say, I, I want, you know, three bedrooms and two baths and, and that's it. Yeah. And, then, and there's yeah, some, the and more there, you ask questions, the more you ask them, the more they, you're, you're able to ask even deeper questions. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. And you really get to their motivation. Sometimes their motivation isn't what they think it is when they start. And so. Mm. Isn't what they think it is. Interesting. All right. Well, we do have to go to break. My guest is Heather Reedy and you can go to Heather, R-E-I-D-Y dot K-W dot com to find her. She's also on LinkedIn. I hope you stay with us. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 W-A-T-D. Elevate South Coast is presenting their Higher Love Summit and it's happening on March 26th and 27th. Join us for this two-day virtual experience designed to help you elevate your mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. You'll take away tools, tips, and resources to inspire new perspectives that will lead you to positive life changes. The Higher Love Summit will have interactive workshops, group meditations, and inspiring speakers, including yours truly, Nicole Perry. Go to ElevateSelfCoast.com to get your tickets today. A grapefruit diet is not realistic. A love diet is personal. For over two and a half years, Nicole Perry has been writing her debut book, I Am on a Love Diet, and it's officially available on Amazon right now. Nicole's debut book, I Am on a Love Diet, is Nicole's story of how she focused on feeding herself love for 365 days and shares her very candid, raw, and personal thoughts about the dieting industry. Nicole's book is nonfiction, but reads like a beach novel. Get your copy today by visiting ilovemydiet.com.
impossible they forgot This world keeps spinning and with each new day I can feel a change in everything And as the surface breaks, reflections fade But in some ways they remain the same And as my mind begins to spread its wings There's no stopping curiosity I wanna turn the whole thing upside down I'll find the things they say just can't be found I'll share this love I find with everyone We'll sing and dance to Mother Nature's songs I don't want this feeling to go away and we are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed, and I'm your host, Nicole Perry. My guest is Heather Reedy, and uh, we were talking a little bit about your story about um, being the preschool owner on living on the small island and helping your husband with bookkeeping and your son's injury and how that kind of shifted your whole life, really. Um, you say that your son's injury has taught you more patience than anything else in life. How much patience does it have to be a realtor in today's COVID world, really? <laughs> oh, a ton, a ton of patience. Um, it's just, there's, it's just, it's hard right now. There are just not a lot of homes on the market. Mm. There are tons of buyers out there because the interest rates are so low. Yeah. Um, and so it's, you know, it's simple supply and demand. There's tons of people that want to buy a home and there's not a lot of homes out there and they're getting snapped up really quickly and so it takes a lot of perseverance and patience to you know talk to your clients and make sure they're aware of that's the situation and that is a house will come up you know a home will be you will find a home eventually and it's if you don't get the one you you bid on the first time it, it, it yeah happens. so just, they need they need some level of patience too they do <laughs> they, they do they they, re do. they need to be realistic Yes, yes. It's the market is is um, in most places, Massachusetts and across the country. The market is the same way right now. It's just mm. because of COVID, people have held off listing their homes, which I totally understand. And then, yeah, with the buyers, so many buyers out there. If you sell your house, then it's where am I going? Yeah. Well, but, but so there's, there's all but there's all kinds of stipulations that you can put in contracts and I don't want to get into the major details of that, but um you know, people are are having a hard time finding the right home, especially because there's such little of them to look at. What strategies yes. are you using to connect your buyers to the right sellers? Um one of the things that I've done, I haven't been successful yet, but this is some of the agents that I work with have been successful doing this, is I've sent, I will research the towns that my clients are interested in yeah. and um, go through the public records and see if there are homes that match our, our client, my client's criteria, such as, you know, two bedrooms, one bath, uh, unfinished basement. And you can find those in, that information online pretty easily. And then mm -hmm. I'll send out letters targeting those homes and just say, I have a buyer who's in the market. They've, Are you um, kidding? Wow. Yeah. They've lost out on, you know, a number of, you know, they've bid on a number of houses and lost out. Would you be interested in selling? Do you know of anyone that's interested in selling? 
Well, now so. you say you don't you don't know. You, you say that you haven't been successful at that yet, but you have no, no idea. If you're reaching out to people and they haven't responded yet, you have no idea like when your business right. is working for you is what I like to say. Because exactly, it yes. could take somebody 2 years to make that decision, but boy, they tucked your email away or your phone number right. or whatever you gave and they, you yes. never you never know. Well, um and and that's important, right? I mean, but you love research. I guess that's one of the things you love. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it, this, it is kind of fun to look at what's out there, what's available, how long someone's owned a home. You mm. know, and is there is there anything that you can do um, to get the attention of a seller? So bes- beside the, you know, the extra research you're doing on the on the side in your free time. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Is there anything you can do to get the attention of the seller to help your buyer get higher up on the list? Is it necessarily always price? Is it necessarily no. always based on price? See, I knew. No. Now, I don't know what no, the answer I mean, is, but. <laughs> there are tons of things that go into an offer beyond the price. Yeah. It could be having a higher deposit. So that we, because in Massachusetts, it's a two contract state. Mm. Um, and so the first contract's the offer, and then you can do your home inspections and those things, and then it's purchase and sale agreement. But that still is kind of in the line of price, too. Like it's still right. in the it's line it. of money, but there's got to be things that are not money driven that will yes. push you to the top of the list. Yes. I mean, there's people will waive home inspections. I would never advise a client to do that. Oh. Um, but you, unless they're married to a home inspector and the, they're the ones buying them. Yes, 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 I guess so. <laughs> or their uncle is a home inspector and they can, yeah. yeah. But that, that's not a good suggestion, well, though, right? No. Yeah. No, I would never suggest doing that. And I mean, but there's threshold, monetary thresholds you put in for a um, home inspection. So you can say anything up to typically in a typical quote unquote market, it's $1,000. But now people are putting, Five thousand, ten thousand. Oh, as or, if if we do forego the inspection, you're going to give us a kickback? No, no. Is this? I'll have the home inspection, and I'm still bound to buy this house unless there's five thousand dollars worth of structural, mechanical, or safety defects. Oh, well, that's that, good. And though. then I can walk away and get my money, my thousand dollar deposit back, whatever the initial deposit. Oh, was. so that's good. So yeah. it's so so what I'm hearing kind of is that during COVID the um systems and um the fine print is becoming so much more detailed. Yes, yes. And another thing that um I'll have my clients do or I will do is just get at the seller's motivation. When do they want to move? Is when is their when do they want to close? Do they want to close quickly? Do they want to wait till the school year's over, mm. you know, those things so that you can be flexible in those areas to accommodate the seller's needs. Mm. Now, what do you, um, so you enjoy solving problems or I like to say challenges, right? You yes. enjoy yes. solving people's challenges with whatever it is. And this is basically if they're trying to get into a bigger home, if they're trying to downsize, if they want to refinance, or I love this one, finding the best loan. Like, because not every loan is a cookie cutter, perfect fit for every person. 
exactly yes i mean we ha- i have tons of lender partners that i um, can send my clients to and there are you know loans aren't you have to have 20 percent down mm. and you have to you know there are you know fha loans va loans there are um three percent down zero percent down there are home buyer grants there are home you know first time home buyer uh mm. programs there are just so many things that are available out there that lots of times you, you just you're not aware of as a just a regular person you don't you know you don't regular citizen you don't think about it regular citizen like me that doesn't know anything about the realtor industry yeah which is which is important to have a partner that you trust that you can feel comfortable reaching out and sharing certain information because you're going to need to know a a few specific things we do have to go to break but when we come back i would love to know when you discovered that you most want to specialize in helping the person does that doesn't think they could ever own a home i love that you said that so I think it's really important to specialize in something because like you said, most realtors, you know, pretty much do almost the same thing. So it's very, it's very important to carve out a niche for yourself. So my guest is Heather Reedy, R-E-I-D-Y. You can go to heatherreedy.kw.com. She's also on Facebook and Instagram. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 WATD. Michelle Werdeman is a certified life coach now offering an online coaching membership to support brain power and mental wellness. It's important to exercise our bodies, but we have to exercise our minds too. Our thoughts are what ultimately create the results in our lives. And becoming aware of our thoughts is what we dive into through her Mind, Brain, and Wellness program. You can start to create your dream life today from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace too. Contact Michelle today at mbwliving.com. We all have a story, but in order to become the person we want to be, education is key. And behavior modification is Fran Lambert's expertise. Fran has helped thousands move away from old habits to achieve healthier, new ones because there isn't just one thing getting in the way. And with Fran's realistic solutions and support, she has simple programs that you can sustain. Take yourself off the back burner because you have everything to gain. Contact Fran Lambert today on Facebook at Happy and Healthy Inside and Out.
And we are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry, and I love this question. Uh, my guest is Heather Reedy with KW Keller Williams. When did you discover that the person that you most want to specialize in, like servicing and, and supporting, like the, the most, the ideal client, is that person that doesn't think they could ever own a home? When did that occur to you? Um, I don't really know. It may have always been in my mind. Yeah. I think that when it occurred to me, though, I was speaking to one of my neighbors who is um, my age or maybe a little older, and they, they rent, and they've rented their whole lives, and they just thought, you know, you could have owned a home. All you know, that time. All that time, and it's it, it just made me think, there's probably tons of people out there that are like that, that just think that I need 20% down, that I need to have perfect credit, that I need to have you yeah. know, all this money in the bank. And that's not really necessarily the case. And there's so many programs that are out there and so many lenders that will work, they'll work with a client for a year to help them build their credit and help them to get money um, set aside if they need it or to um, home buy a programs with them and especially education. especially if they have also been paying rent and they've been living in the same location for a significant amount of time because that shows stability that's what they're looking exactly. for they don't want to get you know bankers are not in the business of getting screwed over and oh, and no. and they're not in the and they're not in the home selling business like they don't want the right. the foreclosures and all of those things exactly. but they're looking for stability so that is huge and if somebody has been plunking anywhere from i guess $500 a month to $2500 a month on on their rent exactly like it's money throwing out the window almost it is it is and you you build so much equity when you own real estate you know your real estate appre uh, appreciates every year you know and it's a different amount every year you you and you pay your down what you owe so you're building your equity in that home yeah. So that you have over time, you're, when you're renting, you're building equity for someone else. Sometimes the equity goes away in the blink of an eye. It does. It can. <laughs> I it am. Can. I am proof <laughs> that that oh. can happen. And um, but it it built back up again, and that was back in two thousand eight and two thousand nine. Must have been the, yes. the real estate crash back then. Yes. Now yeah. let's let's talk about personality traits in clients that you've already had the best experiences with that you really enjoy working with, and one of them is I love this. They have to overcome communicate they can't hold anything back there's like there, yes. that's a that's a no win when you're holding back your cards you really have to share everything right yes you do and it's not because real estate agents are nosy it's because <laughs> it, <laughs> i get it i totally get it it, it it helps to know everything so that if you know what they have for a job and if you know, it's a, I, I don't even know. I, 
I'm losing track of thought. Yeah, but um, I get what you're saying because it, all of the aspects of the person, whether it's the size of their home and their intentions on what they want and uh, what they've done to their home and where they work and what they really want in their life, help you to find the right lender, help you to find the right home, help you um, weed out and not waste your time either. And if they're wasting, right? If they're, I was just going to say, if they're wasting your time, they're wasting their own time. Right. And no one wants to do that. You know, we want to be effective and um, have a transaction that is pleasant, not stressful, mm-hmm. you know, and real buying and selling real estate for people moving is a stressful situation. And so it's mm. um, the more that I know about what they need and what they don't need from me, yeah. then the better I can help them. And yeah. if I don't know that they don't need a mover, they have a mover, then I don't need to send them a list of movers or, you know, that's a pretty basic thing. But it's, but it's, just- the, it's the details that help them. We have to, I don't care what business you're in or whether you're buying a home or not or a boat or a car, like mm-hmm. you have to know what you want. Exactly. And the more specific you are, suddenly it'll appear in your path. I mean, that's, yes. that's, I mean, I totally, I'm with you on that. I believe in that. Mm-hmm. Now, why don't you sugarcoat things? Why do you, why is that important for the listener to hear that you don't sugarcoat? Because <laughs> um, they need to know if, you know. Reality. Putting in an, reality. If they're putting in an offer in this market and they want to come in at 15000 below asking price, you're not going to get it. You know, I can make that offer for you all day and I will. I'm more than happy to do it. Yeah. You're not going to be successful or, I mean, I'm not, I I wouldn't be rude to anyone, but, you know, I just want them to know, have their eyes open as to what's going to happen. Or if, you know, you waive home inspection, you're risking a lot of liability in there and you don't know what's going to happen when you go in that house and start poking around or all the lights Mm -hmm. just going to work or what have you. And so, because um, you don't know, just, especially you know, know. especially if the home is older, you don't know if the wires have been updated and things like mm-hmm. like there's all kinds of things. But there's so I, many do-it-yourself projects that are, would make your Oh, 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 I can only imagine. And, and you know, the other thing about the sugar coating and going back to, you know, the price that you make an offer, I, I, the best avenue, I think, is to ask the expert what is a window or an area of a price that you think is realistic to make the offer. And then once you get that expert's view... Right then, you can talk to your spouse or your loved ones or your kids or whoever you're purchasing the home with, and sort of utilize that expertise and then go from there. Because if you're just so stubborn and you know you got your heels dug in the sand, you're just like shooting yourself in your own foot. I feel like. Yes, you Mm -hmm. are. I mean, it's you know because then you'll be way down on the list, right? How many offers? For sure. How many offers are being put in on one property? There was a house out in Lancaster that got 71 offers. Oh my a God. Month ago. So, wow. I mean, the offers that I've been putting in, there there were nine on one the other day, four on another one. I'm putting in two offers this week. I don't know how many other offers would be in there. Wow. So, so it's important to be realistic right, right from the get go. 
It is. Yeah. Mm. Very. And still optimistic, though. Yes. Yes. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to make people hold people back and make them think that it'll never work out. Yeah. I want them to know they. I like to educate them as to what is happening in the market and what is their best chances of getting an offer accepted or mm. their best chances of finding a house that fits their needs. Okay. Well, on that note, we do have to go to break. We have one more segment. I hope you stay with us. My guest is Heather Reedy. You can go to Heather, R-E-I-D-Y dot K-W dot com for more information. You can also email her at Heather Reedy at K-W dot com. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 WATD. Everyone has a story, and Herself360 is the place to share that story. Herself360 is an online media magazine platform, a supportive place for women everywhere to connect through stories. It's a community of women with shared experiences to encompass, engage, and support one another at different places in their lives. They always welcome women to engage within their membership and participate within their non-traditional advertising. Memberships start at $25 and include monthly ads in the magazine for members events. Go to Herself360.com to find out more. Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. At each meeting, we educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today. And we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom. So how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months? Visit PowerfulWomenRise.com to register or get started today. Think I forgot to breathe. Did you forget my name? I wrote your symphonies. They all just sound the same. Don't know what I believe in. Cause I just kept moving on. Said I should take a seat. I know where I came from. I got new love loving me. I got new love loving me. I got new love loving me. I got new love. I got new love in me. I got new love. I got new love in me. I got new love. I got new love in me. I got new love. I got new love in me. I got new love. I got new love in me. And we are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I haven't been mentioning the music. Um, that is a brand new song, so I want to make sure I mention that. It's um, New Love by Silk City featuring Ellie Goulding. And oh my God, that was beautiful. Um, all right, we are in our last segment. Uh, I want to talk about really what have you been focusing on to... Uh, COVID's been crazy. <laughs> we already mentioned that. Um and, and really, you do have to earn trust and respect from brand new clients and existing clients. What have you been focusing on to make sure that you're instilling those values and they, and they see those values in you? Um, mainly just being there for them when they need anything. Um, you know, there are after 8 p.m. is usually my limit. And so, you know, but I make sure my clients are aware of that. Um, 
but just you know reaching out to them even if they aren't working with me at the moment if they're waiting just reaching out checking in seeing how they're doing you know is there anything mm. i can do to help them out you know it doesn't necessarily have to be real estate rice you know do you need if it's an older client do you need someone to go to the store for you do you you know things of that nature just to let them yeah. know that i'm there for them not just as a real estate agent but as a friend and mm. a trusted friend mm. now how are you able to stay so calm like you just put in these two offers and you have no idea how many offers are going to be placed and it's a little bit of a competition let's face it 71 offers there's on one home um <laughs> yeah. there's a, it's a little competitive how are you able to stay so calm um i think living through what i've lived through the last 10 years with my son's accident yeah. sort of puts your life in perspective and you know things do work out you know if if you don't get this one you'll get the next one and so i and people get really um worked up when they're giving an offer and i can't i can't be the one adding to that i need the one i need to be the person that stays calm and lets them know well it's all right you know we'll try again and not to give up and just have that um just having that attitude and you know, I do a lot of deep breathing sometimes, a lot of counting to myself. <laughs> well, you seem to have a very calm nature, like just automatically anyway. So I, I feel like that's just who you are. It's not something you have to really, you know, dig deep to try and do. It just comes comes naturally. Most of the time, you know, ask my mm. husband that question. He probably has a different answer for you. <laughs> well, that's because people know when we're in intimate relationships, they, they see all the sides of us. Uh, yes. What actionable step do you want the listener to take after hearing this interview? And, or at least get curious about, like, what do, what do you want? Because I love this whole, people don't think that they ever could purchase a home. So what, well, what would you want them to do first? Um start researching what it takes to um, get a home loan you know what or reach out to me and ask me what you know lenders that they could speak with or if they want to go through the mass housing authority there's programs through them that uh, help uh, lower income people as well so that um, so that you know there's there is a product out there for someone, a loan product out there for someone to help them to get a home. Or mm. there's assistance to help people get homes. And then just, it's, don't just think that it's not possible. It's possible if you have the right people helping you or if you, you know, look in the right places. Yeah, and you know where to look. So, um, yes. you know, you said, you know, do the research, but really if somebody doesn't want to do the research and they don't know how, where to begin, like they open up the laptop and they're like, okay, where do I go? Google? Like, do I ask Google how to purchase a home? Like, just go to you and you can, can you do a, a consultation? Definitely can do a consultation. I mean, Everything's so convenient now with Zoom or yeah. FaceTime. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to meet in person more so in the next few months. Mm. Um, but yeah, so if they need a consultation about where to start, what to do, you know, I'd be more than happy to help anyone. And what about the person that is listening um, that they... Um, 
you know, maybe it's not right now is not the right time, but they're thinking about the future too. You don't have to necessarily be ready to put your house on the market to make that phone call. Right. I mean, there's a lot of steps that go into listing your home. And so it's... And you can kick um, those steps down the road. You don't have to do... You don't have to do everything and make everything happen today because it is a process anyway. Yes, it is. And it's... um, No, it takes... typically takes a month to list your home to do all the things yeah but if they're not if they're not sure they even want to list then they can they can just stay connected with you have the first phone call have another phone call in six months have another phone call in another six months after that and just stay and really get those answers question those questions answered and yes. stay on track and really understand if it is right for them and and if it's not now when you know when would be the right time and what about um if they're scared about the process right anybody that's scared i mean you seem like a yeah. pretty good hand holder especially with all of that um <laughs> education <laughs> that elementary education you seem yes. like a, you would be a pretty good hand holder Yes, I mean in the process it doesn't have to be scary at all. It's 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 as scary as you make it, I guess, mm. um, in your head. And so if you have someone that you trust that's guiding you through it, mm. and um, then it's it would be an easy process. There are a lot of steps, but you know, it's if we break them down into smaller steps, then it's, they're they're easy. Well, it's, it's easy for you because it's easy for you because you know what you're doing. Right. It's not easy for me, somebody who's not in the business. Now, we are out of time, but I do want to ask you over one of the breaks, you mentioned um, what you like to read in your pastime. Tell me, tell the listener what you like to read. I um, I like to read about serial killers. I don't know if that's that's going to put anyone off. I just find it fascinating. Yeah. That they that they are yeah just learning about the process or whatever it's just yeah it's, it's just fantasy the, the getting into their minds yeah it's not real I mean it's, a lot of it is you know fiction I don't it's some true story that I read about but yeah I guess my if you ask me what my favorite movie was it would be Silence of the Lambs just because really? it's just so fascinating to watch her try to get into his mind and he's just so creepy I don't know, yeah. It's just, it is. And you know what? Frankly, during COVID, there were some statistics I read somewhere that most most people want fantasy because they want to pull themselves out of their reality of what they're actually yeah. living in with this whole COVID and being stuck mm-hmm. at home and not being able to go anywhere. But um, I want to thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's and I love, I love your um, tagline, helping you home. Beautiful. You can go, uh, you can email Heather at Heather, R-E-I-D-Y at KW.com. And you can also go to heatherreedy.kw.com for more information. I want to leave you with this final quote. This is by Mother Teresa. It's not how much we give, but how much love we put into giving. Isn't that beautiful? Thank you again, Heather. I want to thank you for listening and spreading more love into every human being around you. Ending systemic racism is a lifelong process for everyone who shares Mother Earth. Do what you can, speak out, and care. I hope you will tune in next Sunday after the news at noon. Until then, I'm your host, Nicole Perry. Have a great week, and remember, knowledge is power, and it's what you do with the knowledge that matters. Thank you. 